welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Moms Podcast. I'm Jessica Dahlquist, your host, and every Tuesday I interview a different mom who shares their motherhood journey and the lessons they've learned along the way. If I've learned anything from interviewing such a wide range of moms, it's that no two extraordinary moms look the same. We all have a story to tell, and we are all mothering in our own way. So let's celebrate that and learn from one another. Thanks for listening, and if you like what you hear, please share this show with a friend. Good morning and happy Friday. It's Jessica. Thank you so much for tuning into the Extraordinary Moms podcast. It is good to have you here for our Mom of the Month Award episode. Every month I ask you to nominate moms that you know that are extraordinary. They're doing amazing work in the lives of their children and their families and those around them. And you guys come through every month with amazing nominations. The person I picked today has been through a lot in the last year and she is coming out stronger than ever. We're going to talk about that journey for her and what it's been like settling into her new normal and facing a new future she didn't expect. She truly is an extraordinary mom and I can't wait for you to hear that interview with her. But first, I wanted to tell you about another podcast. I know a lot of you listening may be pregnant, maybe not a lot, I don't know. Raise your hand if you're pregnant. (laughs) But I wanted to tell you about the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. Dr. Elliot Berlin is a prenatal chiropractor and labor doula. He interviews pregnancy and parenting experts, celebrities, new and expected parents, searching for unbiased information, and he just presents all this information in a really palatable way. So regardless of whether you are going for a certain type of birth experience, he kind of covers the gamut from VBACs to C-sections to doulas to midwives to traditional doctors. I just love the range of the content on there. So if you are pregnant and you're looking for a pregnancy podcast, check it out. You can listen on all major podcast apps or at informedpregnancy.com. All right, let's get to it with our Extraordinary Mom of the Month award winner. This month, it is Tiffany Ludkin. Her friend Katie emailed me and just sang her praises. So I'll get to her the nomination in a sec, but let's get on the phone with Tiffany Ludkin. All right, I want to welcome Tiffany Ludkin to the show. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Where am I speaking to you from today? I am in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Awesome. I love Ann Arbor. That's the best. Well, your friend Katie nominated you, and she's actually nominated you several times. And it's not that you weren't extraordinary two months ago. It's just that now is your time. And I wanted to read the nomination she wrote for you because it was just so sweet. So here's what she said about you, Kate. Or... This is what she said about you, Tiff. The last year has been so rough for my friend Tiffany. She's had to start over with a new vision for her future and for her kids, but she's done all of this with grace and dignity. She's tried to stay positive, she's gone back to school, and she's shown her kids that when things get hard, you can get through them. She is truly extraordinary. So I just wanted to talk with you. Isn't that sweet? I just wanted to talk with you a little bit more about your motherhood journey and about the hard things that you faced in your life and how you've been able to get through them with such strength. So will you just tell me a little bit about your kids? You're a mom of four, is that correct? I am. Yep. I've got four kids. I've got three boys and then a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest is 12 and then I have a 10-year-old, a 6-year-old, and then a, my 4-year-old daughter. So what are some of the biggest yes. lessons that you've learned since becoming a mom? Um, well, besides it's really hard and <laughs> exhausting, <laughs> well, I have to say, um, growing 
enough, I've never considered myself like a very patient person. I'm like, I want it now. I want it the way I want. So that's something that I've really had to learn. That like being a mom is going to test your patience and you're going to learn a lesson about patience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think really learn the meaning of sacrifice. And I say that, that in a way that it's more than just like giving something up or going without something. Um, it's like a real dedication and like hours and hours of often like unthanked, you know, like thankless work that yeah. you put in for the good of other people. And so um, that can sometimes be a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. <laughs> to really just be so sacrificing and, and for others, you know, and mm-hmm. these little people that don't necessarily thank you all the time for all your work. Yeah. <laughs> so that can be really hard. And um, the last thing I would have to say, um, what I've learned is that, or something that I've really tried to do, is just not lose who I am. Hmm. Like, I think as a mom, it's really easy to um, lose ourselves in motherhood. And and it's not like it's we intentionally do it, it just kind of happens, you know, like, it's, it's a lot of time, and they're, they're very needy, and it just kind of happens. But I, I try to, at least in my life, and I have actually tried to, um, you know, suggest other moms to do it, to try to keep at least one thing about themselves that's just for them. So whether that's, like, you know, sticking with the piano or continuing to read books that interest you or playing a sport or whatever that is that like kind of is just yours that's mm-hmm. that's just your identity that's something that you were before you were a mom mm-hmm. I think that's really important and helps you feel like you you're keeping your identity yeah. <laughs> and that you, you know that you remember that you're more than just a mom like yeah. you are your own person and trying to keep that alive yeah <laughs> to a certain extent I yeah. think it's really important and just and I'm, yeah, yeah remembering remembering that you matter too like the kids matter yeah. your husband matters all those people in your life matter but you matter too right like yeah. being a mom is wonderful and it's so important it's a really important job but there's more to you than, than just that and I sure. think it's, it's very healthy and beneficial to us our minds and everything just to to have that in addition. (laughs) Well, and it makes complete sense that, you know, a teacher is more than a teacher. A doctor is more than a doctor. A lawyer is more than a lawyer. They have other aspects to their life. But I think the 24-7 nature of our kids, you know, we never Mm -hmm. clock out. And so if if we're not intentional about creating that space where we also – explore and enjoy other aspects of what we love to do and our personality and our talents, yeah. we, it can just get lost and we don't even realize that it's lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Totally I totally agree. agree. So especially in this last year, Katie said you've been going through a lot and it's created the need for a lot of change for you, for your kids. You've gone back to school. What has going through all of these changes been like for you and how you've how have you been able to stay positive throughout changes that you didn't ask to make okay well I'll tell you a a brief background I won't get into too many details because 
it's really personal, and I want to kind of respect the people who are involved. But six months ago, um, my marriage of 13 years ended, um, and I will just say, suffice it to say, it was a surprise to me, mm. and I left feeling betrayed and heartbroken and pretty upset, <laughs> pretty angry, um, and I mean, divorce is not pretty. It hasn't been an easy road this last six months, and I always tell people I wouldn't wish what I went through on anybody, um, but there has definitely been a number of things that have helped me pull through, and um, yeah, I would love to talk about this for a very long time. Uh, because, yeah. Um, uh, I'm a psychology major, so I feel like I'm putting on my psychology hat. <laughs> um, and, and with that knowledge, um, I kind of, like, instinctively knew what I needed, if that mm. makes sense. Um, I'm familiar. I mean, I, I, there was definitely some aspects of depression and just, you know, days that I just didn't want to leave the house and feeling bad about myself and things like that. Um so I went through a lot of that. I will not tell you that I was, like, super positive from the get-go. But my, my nature is, is pretty proactive. Um, and, I, and I knew the tools that would um, help me get out of this situation. And I desperately wanted to be out of this situation um, as soon as possible and, like, on the right track. Mm. I don't wanna, didn't want to get off in some other path. Um, so... My very first thing that I did was um, I made the choice to draw closer to my faith. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when it seems like everything's kind of a mess and nothing is going right, that sometimes faith can be the one thing that does. Um, So I focused a lot on that, and I did that by, you know, prayers and scripture studies and listening to my church leaders. Um, That was very important to me. And then the second thing I think is really important is surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm. Um, and that just that's not just anybody. Um, I mean, like, people who really understand you, that truly care, and are there for the long run. Because, you know, a lot of the trials that we go through aren't, you know, over in a week or over in a month. Yes. Like, it's a long road. Mm-hmm. And you really need people around you that are there for you for the long haul um, and the people that really make you feel good. Um, and, I, and I honestly think that, like, you can get through anything when you have the right people around you supporting you and loving you. And that has been crucial in, in my experience. Um, can I ask you a question people, about that? How did you find sure. those people? Did they Were they already there? Did certain people step up that surprised you? How do you find those people when you are so desperate? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, a lot of them were there, but not, like, as impactful as they were, mm-hmm. like, once something happened. Sure. I, and that, like, really put me in awe. I was, like, astounded, you know, the people that really stepped up and were really there for me. Um, yeah, I mean, like, my sister-in-law and a couple of close friends here in and in Ann Arbor that would like literally drop everything and like come over if I needed them and day or night, (laughs) whatever. And um, my church community really uh, 
picked up a lot, and my family, who's really far away, like, really appreciated the community that came around me being out here by myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I mean, even before this happened, when I was feeling kind of overwhelmed and, and in this, you know, kind of lost my identity as a person, I made it a point to really reach out and establish relationships with people here in Ann Arbor, um, prior to this, not even, you know, before everything, right. um, kind of <laughs> dissolved. So, I was really grateful that I did that. I mean, it was kind of um, perfect. <laughs> sure, yeah. You can't expect people to show up on your front door when you're in need if you have not been the one to be the friend prior to this, right? So yeah. it's, it's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you being the friend and you looking outside yourself and being that person for others, then when the tables are turned and you didn't expect to be in this place of need, but now that you are – they're at the ready for you. So that speaks both to them and to you, I think. Yeah. And, and I also think that's really, really important that, I mean, sometimes when bad things happen, people just want to kind of shut down and Mm. like, you know, hide away or something, or, you know, don't really want to be a burden on somebody else. But I think it is so important. And I made a, like a real, um, effort to let people know like what how I was truly feeling what I needed um you know like what I expected for them you know like Mm -hmm. people would ask me what do you need and you know people want to fix your problems and of course you can't they can't do that but they can do something Mm -hmm. and I would just say can you please just check on me every day you know like just send me a text or give me a call or whatever and just let me know that somebody cares you know? Yeah. Um, was that so, hard for you to be yeah. so specific with them? It was because I'm a very independent person. Sure. Like I like to be, it feel like I'm capable that like I've got my stuff together, uh, you know, that I, I don't need help. Yeah. And so that was difficult for me to kind of reach out and be like, I'm really hurting right now. Or I, you know, I, I just need somebody you know, to listen to me or be here. Um, yeah, that was, that was hard, but, but it's been kind of liberating, honestly. Sure. To be like so open and so uh, vulnerable. I think people really, really relate to people who can be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, like you find out that you have a lot more in common than you think, and it brings you closer. Um, yeah, you just create these really, amazing bond yeah absolutely so, even though it's hard yeah <laughs> I think it's amazing yeah and I was just amazed at the people who showed up in that capacity it That's was really beautiful I'm really grateful amazing well and another thing that you did was you went back to school how has that impacted your confidence and what has that done for you preparing for your future like do you view that your future as bright and like you're unstoppable or is there some insecurity there? <laughs> yeah. So initially it was kind of like terrifying. Yeah. You know, when, when your whole world is turned upside down, you know, I, I had this vision for my life and one day it was just completely turned upside down. Um, and so I was kind of in shock for a while um, and I didn't really want to face the idea that I was kind of starting from scratch 
Mm. and that I would probably, you know, either have to go back to school or just get some kind of job, you know, to, to make it by or whatever. Um, but I decided, okay, I'm going to try to go back to school. Like I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to try to do that. It's, it's really scary. I've been out of school for 12 years. <laughs> I've just been, you know, staying at home and I, I feel totally, you know, like I'm not capable of doing this. I have nowhere where to start, but, um, I just decided I was going to do it and I was going to just try, you know, like I was just going to try. So I started looking online and researching, um, you know, exactly what kind of thing I wanted to do. And, um, I'm applying now for a general clinical um, psychology master's program. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just the starting point. Like if I get in there and I really like it, like I, I, you know, might go even farther, but, um, some of the things that I would recommend if someone was looking to do this and feeling super overwhelmed, it's just like, get yourself knowledgeable. Like you, there's so many things that you can look online for that'll help you um, figure out what you want to do. And then like, go and talk to people. Like I went down and talked to the dean in the psychology department. I talked to other professors. I talked to people that I knew that are therapists or are you know, doing kind of the thing that I am interested in and asking their help. Um, I eventually uh, decided that I wanted to um, kind of refresh myself, so I applied as a post-grad non-degree student, and so I'm retaking some classes I've already had, but things changed so much in 12 years that it was a nice refresher. Mm -hmm. So, like, if that's an option for you, I think that that's a great way to kind of ease yourself back in. Um... And, you know, get yourself up to date with what's going on. But since then, like, opportunities have just, like, kind of opened to me. And I, I <laughs> again, just, like, astounded. I feel like, like, this is kind of where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is the path I'm supposed to be on that, that, I, that I'm just doing what I should be doing. Like, I've got to get um, research experience. And, you know, I've been connected with professors that are interested in working with me and you know a clinical experience and I found somebody that um, can help me do that like if you're just really proactive and put the work in and not afraid to like you know ask questions and just I don't know get yourself out there like I know it's scary but like you will find your answers you will find a way like I honestly think everything is figure outable like yeah you know you don't need to know everything I was you know as a as a woman I think we try to like really look into the future or as a mom like we want to figure everything out have everything under control you know and just like know all the answers you know but it doesn't have to be that way that's really kind of a scary way to, <laughs> to yeah. live you know like just start small just um, you know, figure the first thing out. And then once you get there, you can go on to something else. And there are so many people that will come into your life that, like, will have those answers for you or know how to help you or, you know, like, I've just been really amazed at you know, how my life is unfolding. And I'm so excited about it. Like, yeah. it has really, really <laughs> impacted my confidence. Like, wow. you know, I'm back in there and, like, it is kind of like 
riding a bike. Like, you feel like, oh, my gosh, I'd, I'd be so bad at it now or whatever. But, you know, you're rusty, but you get in there, and it all comes back. And I honestly feel like I'm an even better student now. Because, like, as a mom, you learn how to, like, time management, yes. multitasking, you know, breaking up arguments, and you're really good at negotiating. <laughs> you know, like, you just, like, have a lot of skills you've learned. Yes. As a mom that are that are really applicable. And I found that, like, your professors really, really appreciate having, like, a mature person in the, in the classroom. Sure. Like, that has some life experience. And, yeah, so... Amazing. Like it, it's been amazing. <laughs> I've been kind of on a high the last couple of weeks just oh. with everything. I'm, I'm loving it. Like, I love the field that I work in, and I'm just super excited. Like, and even the stuff that I've been dealing with, you know, in my life has kind of created a passion for me. Like, I'm hoping at the end that I can work with adults, but more specifically women, and even more specific than that, moms. Like, I just, I want... I just love women, and I think that they're amazing. Yeah. And, um, like, I just have a real passion for helping other moms. And so that's what I want to do. And I just, I want to help people be their best selves and to, like, just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really talk about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And don't you think that moms who are striving to be the, their best selves and the best version of themselves are ultimately the best moms? You know, like when you yes, take care of yourself sure. and when you're more self-aware and you focus on your own personal development, you're filling in those cracks and those holes that you just naturally grow up with based upon everybody's different upbringings, you know, but you're filling that in. So, you're, yeah. so the better that you can be, the better you can be for other people as well. So that focus is huge. I just, I can hear the smile on your face when you talk about this, <laughs> Tiffany, and I just am so so inspired because your circumstances have not changed. You are six months out from a divorce. Like that is still tragic and you're still going through it. And there's still huge ramifications from all of that. But look at what Mm -hmm. you are doing proactively to take charge of your attitude and what you can control. You're, you know, you're still dealing with what you can't as well, but you can also add to it what you can. And you found this positive outlet. And no doubt your kids are seeing you walk through this. And they're seeing how they can walk through hard things too. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. And what's funny about that is like I've had a model that I've kind of been living by for the last couple of years. And I actually have it up on my wall. And I'm sure everyone's heard of it. But it's that I can do hard things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in the past I've put myself out there, I joined things, you know, all by myself, like a volleyball team, but I didn't know anybody, and I did a Tough Mudder run, and and things like that, just to push myself, and to learn and grow, Um, and I've been telling my kids, you know, like, I really try to instill this in them, that they can do hard things, and, you know, it applies to everybody, and I have found that um, you're often, like, so surprised at what you can really do mm. like if you just try and put yourself out there um and it's so scary and it can be really uncomfortable but like you can do so much more than you think and it's worth and, it um, it's worth it when you're yeah. seeing these results it was worth it signing up for that first class that was probably so scary 
to commit to. It's probably yes, so scary yes, to talk to the professor. Nervous. Yeah. But then once you do that first thing, you find out it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. It's not as scary and big as you thought it was going to be. And it's worth it for the outcome. Yeah. Amazing. And, you know, realistically, not everything is going to work out. But, yeah. like, I would rather be the person who tried than, you know, mm. didn't try anything. Tiffany, so, look yeah. at you. Look at you go. <laughs> look at you go. I am so inspired by you. And... I can't wait to see where life takes you. This is so exciting. You're on the precipice of something great. I have no doubt. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I always... Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. yeah always, I'm excited. I'm glad you feel that too. I'm glad. I always ask my guests one final question, Tiffany, and it's this. Okay. What would you tell your pre-motherhood self? I guess I'd probably say you're going to do going to be doing like the hardest thing you will ever do and I think being a mom is probably the hardest thing <laughs> the hardest job um your patience will be tried you'll be deep dreams you'll have your time and energy consumed you'll probably feel like you're failing more than you're succeeding but also that like those kids are going to be your greatest joy and your richest blessing um, and though I'm not perfect, and I will never be perfect, <laughs> um, but they'll know that I tried and that I loved them. And that's like, you know, really all a person can do, all a mom can do is make sure she loves her kids and, you know, did her best. Yeah. And just cut yourself some slack. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite quotes is, be gentle with yourself. You're doing the best you can. You know, like, yes. just just be gentle. Be gentle. Tiffany, congratulations. Yeah. I also know that you are an amazing cook, and you have a recipe blog. Is that right? I do. What yes. is that? Where can it's we find Tiffany these? Tried and True at blog, blogspot.com. Okay. Yeah, it's actually, I love cooking. It's a real stress uh, relief for me or, like, a creative outlet, and so I uh, cook a lot of a lot of things and I post it on there. Amazing. Yeah, it's super fun. (laughs) That's so cool. Well, I'll link to that in the show notes so people can check out your amazing recipes and it's stuff that your kids eat, which we're always looking for recipes that aren't just delicious for us adults, but that our kids will eat as well. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Well, congratulations. You are an extraordinary mom and our extraordinary mom of the month for the podcast. Well, thank you so much. It was so great really talking to you. Good luck with everything. You are just, you're thank just you. beginning. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Have a great, great day. Wasn't Tiffany such a great guest? I mean, whenever we're faced with the unexpected and our whole world is rocked and what we thought we could count on is no more, to really realize that when you reach deep down within yourself and pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and you go back to school, and you help your kids through this really hard transition, and you're doing it. Isn't that incredible that we can prove to ourselves how strong we actually are? Gosh, and I just loved hearing that smile in her voice when she was talking about all of the new things that she has been cultivating over the last six months, and I'm so proud of her for developing that confidence in herself again. 
amazing. You're an extraordinary mom, Tiffany. Thanks for being on the show. Like I said, we're going to link to everything in the show notes at ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. She emailed me some of her very favorite recipes. So in case you don't want to go through the entire website at one time, you can start with a few of her favorites and add those to your rotation. That's awesome. She also won a subscription to Prep Dish along with Katie who nominated. So thank you Prep Dish for gifting those to our nominator and nominee. (laughs) We have an awesome episode for you next week. Next Tuesday, we have a brand new episode coming out with Chrissy Powers. Chrissy is is um, a friend of a friend and I am so glad to now call her my friend. We have a great conversation about vulnerability and developing a great mom tribe where you can be honest with your friends and how important that is to share your stories. We talk about how she found her passion and how she loves empowering other women to do the same. She also launched a podcast recently called Sure Babe, and she's going to talk more about that as well. So tune in next Tuesday for that episode. It'll be our Halloween episode, even though we don't talk a thing about Halloween. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can do so at jessicadalquist 3 or over on Facebook at Extraordinary Moms Podcast. Our website is ExtraordinaryMomsPodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in to the episode today, and we'll see you next week for another episode with another Extraordinary Mom. Bye.